Chapter Thirty of Education. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. Education by Ellen G. White. Chapter Thirty: Character Building, Faith, and Prayer. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Believe that ye receive, and ye shall have. Faith is trusting God believing that he loves us and knows best what is for our good thus instead of our own it leads us to choose his way in place of our ignorance it accepts his wisdom in place of our weakness his strength in place of our sinfulness his righteousness our lives ourselves are already his faith acknowledges his ownership and accepts its blessing truth uprightness purity have been pointed out as secrets of life's success it is faith that puts us in possession of these principles every good impulse or aspiration is the gift of god faith receives from god the life that alone can produce true growth and efficiency how to exercise faith should be made very plain to every promise of god there are conditions if we are willing to do his will all his strength is ours whatever gift he promises is in the promise itself the seed is the word of god as surely as the oak is in the acorn so surely is the gift of god in his promise if we receive the promise we have the gift faith that enables us to receive god's gifts is itself a gift of which some measure is imparted to every human being it grows as exercised in appropriating the word of god in order to strengthen faith we must often bring it in contact with the word in the study of the bible the student should be led to see the power of god's word in the creation he spake and it was he commanded and it stood fast he calleth those things which be not as though they were for when he calls them they are how often those who trusted the word of god though in themselves utterly helpless have withstood the power of the whole world enoch pure in heart holy in life holding fast his faith in the triumph of righteousness against a corrupt and scoffing generation noah and his household against the men of his time men of the greatest physical and mental strength and the most debased in morals the children of israel at the red sea a helpless terrified multitude of slaves against the mightiest army of the mightiest nation on the globe David, a shepherd lad, having God's promise of the throne, against Saul, the established monarch, bent on holding fast his power. Shadrach and his companions in the fire, and Nebuchadnezzar on the throne. Daniel among the lions, his enemies in the high places of the kingdom. Jesus on the cross, and the Jewish priests and rulers forcing even the Roman governor to work their will. Paul in chains, led to a criminal's death. Nero, the despot of a world empire such examples are not found in the bible only they abound in every record of human progress the vaudois and the huguenots wycliffe and huss jerome and luther tyndale and knox zinzendorf and wesley with multitudes of others have witnessed to the power of god's word against human power and policy in support of evil these are the world's true nobility this is its royal line in this line the youth of today are called to take their places Faith is needed in the smaller, no less, than in the greater affairs of life. In all our daily interests and occupations, the sustaining strength of God becomes real to us through an abiding trust. Viewed from its human side, life is to all an untried path. It is a path in which, as regards our deeper experiences, we each walk alone. Into our inner life no other human being can fully enter. As the little child sets forth on that journey in which, sooner or later, he must choose his own course, himself deciding life's issues for eternity, how earnest should be the effort to direct his trust to the sure guide and helper 
as a shield from temptation and an inspiration to purity and truth no other influence can equal the sense of god's presence all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do he is of purer eyes than to behold evil and cannot look on iniquity this thought was joseph's shield amidst the corruptions of egypt to the allurements of temptation his answer was steadfast how can i do this great wickedness and sin against god such a shield faith if cherished will bring to every soul only the sense of god's presence can banish the fear that for the timid child would make life a burden let him fix in his memory the promise the angel of the lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them let him read that wonderful story of elisha in the mountain city and between him and a host of armed foemen and mighty encircling band of heavenly angels let him read how to peter in prison and condemned to death god's angel appeared how past the armed guards the massive doors and great iron gateway with their bolts and bars the angel led god's servant forth in safety let him read of that scene on the sea when to the tempest-tossed soldiers and seamen worn with labor and watching and long fasting paul the prisoner on his way to trial and execution spoke those grand words of courage and hope be of good cheer for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you for there stood by me this night the angel of god whose i am and whom i serve saying fear not paul thou must be brought before caesar and lo god hath given thee all them that sail with thee in the faith of this promise paul assured his companions there shall not a hair fall from the head of any of you so it came to pass because there was in that ship one man through whom god could work the whole shipload of heathen soldiers and sailors was preserved they escaped all safe to land these things were not written merely that we might read and wonder but that the same faith which wrought in god's servants of old might work in us in no less marked a manner than he wrought then will he work now wherever there are hearts of faith to be channels of his power let the self-distrustful whose lack of self-reliance leads them to shrink from care and responsibility be taught reliance upon god thus many a one who otherwise would be but a cipher in the world perhaps only a helpless burden will be able to say with the apostle paul i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me for the child also who is quick to resent injuries faith has precious lessons the disposition to resist evil or to avenge wrong is often prompted by a keen sense of justice and an active energetic spirit let such a child be taught that god is the eternal guardian of the right he has a tender care for the beings whom he has so loved as to give his dearest beloved to save he will deal with every wrongdoer for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye commit thy way unto the lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday the lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in times of trouble and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee for thou lord hast not forsaken them that seek thee the compassion that god manifests towards us he bids us manifest towards others let the impulsive the self-sufficient the revengeful behold the meek and lowly one led as a lamb to the slaughter unretaliating as a sheep dumb before her shearers let them look upon him whom our sins have pierced and our sorrows burdened and they will learn to endure to forbear and to forgive through faith in christ every deficiency of character may be supplied every defilement cleansed every fault corrected every excellence developed ye are complete in him prayer and faith are closely allied and they need to be studied together in the prayer of faith there is a divine science it is a science that everyone who would make his life work a success must understand christ says what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them 
he makes it plain that our asking must be according to god's will we must ask for the things that he has promised and whatever we receive must be used in doing his will the conditions met the promise is unequivocal for the pardon of sin for the holy spirit for a christ-like temper for wisdom and strength to do his work for any gift he has promised we may ask then we are to believe that we receive and return thanks to god that we have received we need look for no outward evidence of the blessing the gift is in the promise and we may go about our work assured that what god has promised he is able to perform and that the gift which we already possess will be realized when we need it most to live thus by the word of god means the surrender to him of the whole life there will be felt a continual sense of need and dependence a drawing out of the heart after god prayer is a necessity for it is the life of the soul family prayer public prayer have their place but it is secret communion with god that sustains the soul life it was in the mount with god that moses beheld the pattern of that wonderful building which was to be the abiding place of his glory it is in the mount with god in the secret place of communion that we are to contemplate his glorious ideal for humanity thus we shall be enabled so to fashion our character building that to us may be fulfilled his promise i will dwell in them and walk in them and i will be their god and they shall be my people it was in hours of solitary prayer that jesus in his earth life received wisdom and power let the youth follow his example in finding at dawn and twilight a quiet season for communion with their father in heaven and throughout the day let them lift up their hearts to god at every step of our way he says i the lord thy god will hold thy right hand fear not i will help thee could our children learn these lessons in the morning of their years what freshness and power what joy and sweetness would be brought into their lives these are lessons that only he who himself has learned can teach it is because so many parents and teachers profess to believe the word of god while their lives deny its power that the teaching of scripture has no greater effect upon the youth at times the youth are brought to feel the power of the word they see the preciousness of the love of christ they see the beauty of his character the possibilities of a life given to his service but in contrast they see the life of those who profess to revere god's precepts of how many are the words true that were spoken to the prophet ezekiel thy people speak one to another every one to his brother saying come i pray you and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the lord and they come unto thee as the people cometh and they sit before thee as my people and they hear thy words but they will not do them for with thy mouth they show much love but their heart goeth after their covetousness and lo thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument for they hear thy words but they do them not it is one thing to treat the bible as a book of good moral instruction to be heeded so far as is consistent with the spirit of the times and our position in the world it is another thing to regard it as it really is the word of the living god the word that is our life the word that is to mould our actions our words and our thoughts to hold god's word as anything less than this is to reject it and this rejection by those who profess to believe it is foremost among the causes of skepticism and infidelity in the youth an intensity such as never before was seen is taking possession of the world in amusement in money-making in the contest for power in the very struggle for existence there is a terrible force that engrosses body mind and soul in the midst of this maddening rush god is speaking he bids us come apart and commune with him be still and know that i am god many even in their seasons of devotion fail of receiving the blessing of real communion with god they are in too great haste with hurried steps they press through the circle of christ's loving presence pausing perhaps a moment within the sacred precincts but not waiting for counsel they have no time to remain with the divine teacher with their burdens they return to their work these workers can never attain the highest success until they learn the secret of strength they must give themselves time to think 
to pray to wait upon god for a renewal of physical mental and spiritual power they need the uplifting influence of his spirit receiving this they will be quickened by fresh life the wearied frame and tired brain will be refreshed the burdened heart will be lightened not a pause for a moment in his presence but personal contact with christ to sit down in companionship with him this is our need happy will it be for the children of our homes and the students of our schools when parents and teachers shall learn in their own lives the precious experience pictured in these words from the song of songs as the apple tree among the trees of the wood so is my beloved among the sons i sat down under his shadow with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste he brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me was love End of chapter 30